Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and what is on my heart tonight, I feel is going to be such a blessing to you. And really, it's about what God is saying, what God is speaking to you. And I don't have a bunch of notes prepared. I just am going to be sharing from the overflow. I have a couple of scriptures written down, but you know, today, I was listening to the Word of God, um, really in particular, I was in the Gospel of John, and I love the Gospels, I love them, and I've mentioned this before, but when I'm driving, I listen to the Word of Promise audio Bible, and it brings me to tears. I can't even tell you how many times, just even while driving today, I was just brought to tears. And it's really wonderful because as soon as I turned it on, the Lord Jesus, you know, was talking about how you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world and that, you know, a, a, a light cannot be hidden, right? It, it's not just going to be put under a bushel, but it's going to be on a lampstand. It's supposed to be bright so that everyone can see it, but not so that men will honor you, but so that men will see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So that was just, you know, one of the first things. And I, I mean it, I'm driving and I just was like, Lord, and I, I just, I listened to the words of Jim Caviezel, who's doing the voice of Jesus. And I can't even tell you, it's like, it grips my heart more than anything. And sometimes, you know, I hear the words of the Lord and I just find myself saying, Lord, that is what I want. That is what I want. And I feel like a lot of times I'm brought to tears because I see, I could hear, you know, the, just the passion of Jesus and how much he loved people and how much, how much he loves people, not loved because he's very much alive today and lives forevermore. But how, when he walked this earth, you know, how much he just, he showed love for people and he healed everywhere he went and people would cry out to him and he would say, what do you want? And, you know, the blind people, for example, you know, and they would say, we want to see, great, here, see, you know, the, the leper, if you will, meaning if you desire, you can make me clean. And Jesus is like, I will, like I desire, here, be cleansed, just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I'm telling you, just brought me to tears. And then, you know, um, I was listening to today how Jesus said, and don't, um, I'm trying to just off the, how, off the top of how he said it, he said, and don't, don't be um, surprised, if you will, when, when men revile you, when they persecute you is what he was saying, for my sake, it's going to happen. But he says, rejoice and rejoice exceedingly. The bottom line is, well, God's saying a, a bunch of things, but about persecution, if you're living godly for Jesus, you're going to be persecuted because people that are in this world, right? Jesus said that we live in a crooked and perverse world. And this world is, it's full of evil. It's full of wrongdoers. It's full of, you know, just perverse. It's a perverse generation, crookedness, you know, all kinds of vile things going on. And, but he said, you're going to be persecuted because, and here's the thing, when people persecute you, yeah, they could have a demonic spirit, but also it could also be because they lack understanding. They have the wisdom of man or the wisdom of the world, not the wisdom of God. Okay. But, and I'm just trying to remember like, you know, the things that the Lord said to me 
well, a couple things. He said, oh, and this one brought me to tears. He was talking about, you know, don't lay up for yourself treasures here on the earth, right? Where the robbers can come in and the, the moth and that they, they, they steal, they can break in and, and destroy. But he said, lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, right? And as I'm listening to this, I was like, Lord, the treasures, the treasures, and the Holy Spirit showed me, he said, because I, I guess, you know, I was thinking, Lord, but what are your treasures, like your treasures? I know that he's given us a treasure in these earthen vessels, which is the Holy Spirit, but God's treasures on the earth, God's treasure on the earth is people. Oh my God. And I just, again, I was just overwhelmed to tears. God's treasure on this earth is people. And that's why he said, though, you know, that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And that while it is day, he said he's always working, right? We need to work and be about our Father's business. Jesus was always doing the work of the Father. What was that work? To, to show people the Father, to bring them, you know, to him. And of course, in that, he was, you know, healing the sick, raising the dead, doing all these things so people would know that he really was sent from God. And now, you know, he said to you and me, he says, you are the light of the world. Let me give you the scripture. Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world, right? So you need to let your light so shine before men with goodness. And what he also said, don't resist the evil doers. He didn't say don't resist evil, that we're supposed to resist the devil, right? And he'll flee from us. But he was saying, do good to people who are evil and who are wicked. Do good to them. He said, just like the sun shines on the good and the wicked, because it's the goodness of God that brings people to repentance or to change, right? Or to desire God. Mm. It just, oh my gosh, I'm telling you, it's just so beautiful. Matthew 6, 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, right? God's treasure is people. He's given you the treasure of the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit, so that you can go after God's treasure here on the earth. It's people, it's not the worldly things, the clothes, the, you know, the, the, the seeking honor from men, you know, and that, and that kind of stuff. And, and, and just, you know, this is something else that he doesn't want you to compare yourself to what other people are doing. Galatians 6, 4 through 6, right? He says, don't compare yourselves to anyone because that's not wise, because God has given each of us our own assignments, right? And to look at your own work and make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do in God's sight, right? And so no matter what your vocation is or what your job is or what you do for a living, you got to let your light shine in that because the whole goal is, yeah, we are to, you know, how do I say this? You are God's daughter or son, right? Son or daughter. Um, and I said daughter first because I know mostly ladies listen to the broadcast, um, but uh, some men do too. But you are either God's you know, son or daughter, right? But you're also man's servant, right? Those who want to be the greatest have to be the servant of all. Jesus said he was our king 
And he said, he came down from heaven, right? And he said, I didn't come to, to be served. I came to serve. So you are God's son or daughter, and we are here to serve our fellow man, right? Serve them. How do we serve them? You let Christ in you demonstrate, demonstrate Christ, and you do what Jesus did so that people will desire God, right? We never want to do what we do so people are glorifying us. No, you, we are supposed to edify people, right? Build them up, encourage them, fan their flames, if you will, or help them to fan their own flames, right? And in that, glorify God. Edify people, but glorify God only, right? And when someone seeks to give you honor or glory, you know, it's nice to, listen, as human beings, I think everybody uh, wants to be or enjoys, you know, approval of man or recognition. That's all good and fine, but you need to give glory to God. And this is why I say, if you're going to do the works of Jesus or somebody gets healed and someone thanks you, oh, no, 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 because you're just the vessel. I am just the vessel. I can't heal a fly. It is Christ in me that does the work. It is Christ in you that does the work. So, so that's just, you know, some of the things. Let me just see what else here. Um, 1 John 2.15, don't love the world, right? Or the things in the world. Think about it again. And this can also be, you know, the approval of people, the, the, the wanting the recognition of man and all this and you know how many likes do you get on Facebook you know what it's nice to see those things but listen it's all a distraction it is a distraction and I'm telling you I have been working on and I am pressing in towards Lord I don't even want to care what anybody else is doing at all I I'm telling you I was I, I'm saying to the Lord I hear the Lord Jesus speaking and I'm like Lord that is what I want that is what I want take everything else out of me take everything else out and listen I'm not saying that you shouldn't least listen to teachings from people who are walking with God but be very careful and be very selective of what and who you're listening to because if you listen to five different people and I used to do that a long time ago you're not in the word for yourself you're listening you know maybe to a few hours of TBN or Daystar or whatever oh no 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 you be selective because if you don't get in the word for yourself or listen for yourself then God God wants to speak to you. He wants to give you your own revelation. Like when I was driving today in the Lord, you know, I'm hearing the words of Jesus and I'm saying, Lord, what is your treasure? What is your treasure? And the Holy Spirit said, people. I was like, ah, you know, and it's like, you know, it's like as you're listening, yeah, you guys, you know, I see all the hearts coming, coming by because it's true. God's treasure on this earth is people. Okay, I've said that like five times already, but I'm telling you, this spoke out to me and I thought, Lord, I just want to, I want to impact people for you, for you, for you. So when you're listening to me, great, but I hope you're hearing the heart of God in the words that I'm speaking and the scriptures that I give you, go and look at them, you know, listen to, look them up for yourself. I highly, highly suggest that you listen to an audio Bible when you're driving, you know, and I, and I've said this before, and I know that a lot of people listen to worship music. And that's beautiful. It, it absolutely is beautiful. 
I just personally don't because I just, I, but that's me. You know, God, for, for those who are out there who love music and who love, I love, I love to dance, right? But there's a time for that. But I love listening to the word and nothing is going to make you stronger than the word of God, listening to it, digesting it, eating it, right? Jesus said that he's the daily bread, right? He's the bread that came down from heaven. He's the bread. You got to eat his bread, his word, him, the things that he's saying so that you can say, and if there's something you don't understand, it's Holy Spirit, speak to me. What does this mean? What does this mean? Let the Holy Spirit speak to you for, for, for himself, for yourself, right? Oh my gosh, I know I'm kind of just driving it, you know, home, but I really hope that, that you hear my heart here, you know? He, okay, so just kind of recapping a little bit. He doesn't want you to look around at what other people are doing. And, and I wanna just say something here too about offense, because a lot of people, um, you know what? Offense is too easily, it's too easy to come these days. Somebody could look at you wrong. Somebody can, you know, you might need to RSVP for something. Oh, this is just coming to me. And maybe you are like, oh, I, you know, I, I just, I, you RSVP and you can't go or something. But the other person might have a little attitude about it. Listen, you know, I was on the phone with someone yesterday who I just care about deeply and God just healed her of cancer and I know that she's going to be a guest at some point on the broadcast and it was just awesome. But I was speaking with her and, you know, she is someone that has really, she gets concerned about the opinions of other people uh, quite often and, and, I, and I said to her, don't worry about that. You know, one of the things that you can say to people um, when they want you to do something but you're you know that you just don't want to, but you don't want to hurt them or whatever. You say, I don't have peace about that. Because you know what? And it'll be true. If if someone's asking you to do something and you don't want to do it, and you know that you're doing the right thing, is you're not going to have peace about it if you say yes, right? So I just told her, I said, just tell them, I don't have peace about that. No one can argue with that. No one can argue with that. I have yet to see someone argue with those words. And if they do and they say, oh, you're just being blah, blah, blah. Listen, you need to let go of that person quick. And I'm not saying that you have to, you know, cut them off from life. You'd be good to them. But you just say, you know what? Um, you know, I'm sorry, whatever, but um, I have to go. And listen, you always treat people with respect. You love them where they're at. And this is also what I said to her. I said, you don't let any offense in your heart because you need to deal with people who don't understand or even who will persecute you. You need to deal with them in the way Jesus did in that they are deceived. They don't have the truth, okay? And if the devil is deceiving them, then that's how you, you can have understanding and have grace and mercy on them. But you do the right thing and you don't compromise, no compromise, no fear. Do not let other people's opinions or their offense get into your heart and change or, you know, sway you. You stay on the word. You know, and I started thinking too, oh, and this brought me to tears too, thinking about how, you know, these Pharisees, I mean, I'm listening to, to the Bible and how, you know, the Pharisees were like uh, saying that Jesus was casting out devils by a devil, 
right? And be, you know, he cast them out by, by Beelzebub. He has a demon. And Jesus was like, I do not have a demon, you know? And so Jesus, he wouldn't, he wouldn't like argue, but he would be firm, you know? And so, but he knew that they didn't understand. So, I mean, there was only, all he did was speak the truth, shake the dust and keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, right? So I'm just saying, Jesus said, do good to people, do good to them. He says, don't resist an evildoer, meaning that if someone is, maybe you have a coworker that is, I'm just giving an example here. Maybe there's somebody that you work with or somebody that you know, or you're in a crowd of people and there's someone who's just like, like always like, you know, maybe they have an attitude. Maybe they're always making smart remarks. Maybe they curse like a trucker. You know what? Just under your breath. I mean, I'm just be like, you know, devil, unclean spirit. You leave that person right now in Jesus name. And, but you do good to them and you keep letting your light shine. They curse. You don't, you know, you talk about good things. They talk about the negative. You say, yeah, but you know, the positive side of this is blah, blah, blah. They might hate you for it. So what? You know what's going to happen eventually? They're going to be like, that person's happy and I'm not. Hmm. Maybe they have something, especially when that demon leaves them. Just saying. So anyway, I hope that this is, um, I hope that this is helpful to you tonight. And just remember where your heart is, that's where your treasure will be. And out of the abundance of the heart, whatever's in your heart the most is what's going to come out of your mouth and you know that you give life to things by the words that you speak so guard your heart right the bible says guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life so you got to guard your heart against drama you know other people's drama and trauma and he said she said and offenses and all let me tell you something it's all a distraction it's all a distraction and I just refuse to let any of that stuff get in me. I refuse to um, to just listen to opinions of people that don't know the word, you know? And, and that's not that there's going to be any disrespect there, but, you know, sometimes you can be in conversation with someone and they're just negative, 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 maybe even throwing in an F-bomb here or there, right? And you're just like, you know, sometimes don't even acknowledge that, just speak the word, just speak the word. And you could say, well, you know, you know, God says this, or the word says that it's not even you say with your own opinion, just say, you know, I really trust God and he says this. So that's what I'm going to choose to believe, you know, and you could say, you know, that's me, but that's me, you know, and they might, you just don't know. Let me tell you something. When you speak God's word and you let your light shine, right? Maybe that person who's negative is going through something awful in their life. Let me tell you something. That is a great opportunity for you to be salt and light to them so that what you have, they want. Because guess what? You have the answer to their dilemma anyway, whether it's healing, whether it's mental stuff, whether it's marital problems, whether it's whatever, you have the answer. And the answer is this. It's always the word of God. It's always something in the word of God that will help any and every situation that needs to be helped. Today I was at the pet store 
getting some uh, cat food <laughs> at Petco, some cat food and some bird food. And the guy behind the register, he was such a nice fella. He was a young guy, probably in his 20s. And he was sitting down and he was like, oh, you ready? And I said, yes. And I walked up, you know, real pleasant. He goes, how are you? I go, great, how are you? And then he stood up, and but I noticed he kind of limped a little. And I asked him, I said, are you okay? I go, did something happen? Did you hurt your leg? He goes, spider bite. And I said, spider bite? I said, wow. I go, did you, you know, get it checked out? He goes, yeah, I was at the hospital yesterday. And he goes, it's infected. And he goes, they've got me on, you know, anti-inflammatories and antibiotics. And I said, oh, wow. And I said, you know what? And I just reached out to him because he was a nice enough guy. And I just put my hand on his shoulder. And I said, listen, in Jesus' name right now, I command you, be made whole, healed. All inflammation go in Jesus' name you are healed. And he goes, thank you. He goes, thank you very much. And he goes, yeah. He goes, honestly, he goes, I do feel better. He didn't mean after I prayed, but he was saying, you know, I do feel better already. And he had a great attitude. He just said, you know, he goes, I, I agree. He goes, I, I know this thing's on its way out. I go, oh, yeah. I go, even now as we speak, it's in motion. You are going to be 100% fine with no lingering damage at all. And I told him, of course, since he was taking antibiotics, I said, please make sure that you take probiotics. And for those of you who don't know, you know, that stuff, if you ever are taking antibiotics, I'm going a little health-wise right now, like physical health. If you have ever taken an antibiotic or you're taking one right now, make sure that you take probiotics as well because you need the good bacteria coming in while that antibiotics is it's getting rid of all your good bacteria and all bad bacteria it's killing whatever infection there is but it's wiping out your good bacteria which you need in your gut to help you with digestion and stuff like that so um anyway that's just a oh by the way um so anyway i really hope that this has been a blessing to you tonight you know and let me know what are some things that maybe you took away from this tonight? And you know, what just keeps coming back to me is where your heart is, there your treasure will be. What is in your heart? What do you desire the most? Are you living a life that Jesus died for you to have, right? But where is your heart? Really examine your heart and and see you know jesus said isn't this life more than clothes and you know uh, food and all that stuff you know it's where is your treasure because that's where your heart is where is your treasure and that's why i was like god i want my treasure to be your treasure and i was like what's your treasure people people are god's treasure you are God's treasure, right? So you've got to be a light to this world, to other people that are God's treasures, the lost sons and daughters, right? Jesus always was telling, you know, the disciples, well, at first, to go to the, the sons and the daughters of the lost house of Israel first. Guess what? The world lost sons and daughters. God wants them to be sons and daughters, and we need to bring them to God's kingdom. How are we going to do that? We got to let our light shine, right? If you're not good, do you know what Jesus said? If you're only good, if you love only the people who love you, where's the reward in that? No, we got to be good to those who are not good to us. You know, oh, and this is another thing he said, and this is why he said, you know, the gate is narrow, 
but the way that leads to death is broad. And so many people are going down that way, which is the path of destruction. But we don't want that. The narrow gate is, it's that Jesus is the door. It's the narrow, and he said that that narrow gate, that way is difficult. Why is it difficult? Because it's a godly way and there's going to be persecution. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit was revealing all of this to me. And I thought, wow, Lord, I'm telling you, the word of God, as you get into it for yourself, layers upon layers upon layers. He said that the way is difficult. Why? Yeah, because the world is not going to agree with you. Right? And so, but we have to, listen, life is going to throw things at you. But if you don't have the word of God, you are not going to know how to be victorious. And I tell you, I am here. My my mission, my what God has told me is that I am to spread the good news, be a light in the dark place, and help the multitudes to live in victory. And that is what I'm here to do, to help you to live victoriously for your king. And if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, then I invite you to do that with me right now. And just with your whole heart, mean it because God knows if you mean it. And just say, Heavenly Father, Lord, right now I repent. I am sorry for my sins. Lord, I ask you to forgive me and wash me clean in the blood of Jesus. I know Jesus died for my sins. And I know that you raised him on the third day, Father. And the Lord Jesus, he is alive now and forevermore. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And I say welcome to the family of God. Now, I want to just say this. You're not going to feel like a lightning bolt. Okay, your spirit, if you prayed that with your whole heart for the first time, your spirit has been recreated, but your mind is still in the world. So you've got to get this. Romans 12, 2 says, don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by renewing your mind with God's word. You know, transformation, if you want transformation to be seen on the outside, it only, only, only happens by renewing your mind with God's word. First, you get born again. That's what it means to be born again. You ask Jesus to come in and not only to be your savior, right? You don't just, but you want him to be your Lord, your king, so that he is in charge. He tells you how to live every area of your life, in your relationships, in your, you know, in your marriage, with your kids, whatever, your job, everything, every aspect of your life, your finances, your health, you give it all to him. Holy Spirit, show me what to do. Jesus, I make you my Lord, not just Savior, but my Lord in every area of life. My friend, I'm telling you right now, if you've got a marriage that's in trouble, I'm telling you this by the Spirit of God, you can fix it. You can fix it right now. How do you fix it? Does it take two? Yes, it takes two. But I'm just saying, if you know that you haven't done everything that you can do, I'm telling you right now, put that other person first. You are here to serve man, right? Meaning, I don't mean like serve man, serve your wife. I mean, you're here to honor. that. There's one word that would save every single marriage, and that word is honor. Honor. Honor has to be first place. You put the Lord first in your marriage and you honor. Even if your husband, for example, isn't honoring you right now, you honor him. 
Let me tell you something, that's probably for another message, but I am telling you, if you honor him, do it unto the Lord. It doesn't matter. Your business is only to be obedient and do it God's way. God will deal with that other person, with your spouse. God will deal with them. And if it's a man that's watching who whose wife isn't being honorable, honor that woman, honor her, treat her with respect, honor her, lift her up. What can I do for you? And if it's the woman, what can I do for you to the man? What would make him, you know, feel, listen, every man, every woman, deep down, it's like we're all like that little boy, that little girl at heart. And everybody wants to be valued and respected. Make that person feel valued and respected. Make every human being that comes across your path feel valued and respect you know make them feel valued and respected because they are God's treasures on this earth you are God's treasure on this earth so anyway I hope that this blessed you tonight if it has make sure that you share this with others and let's advance God's kingdom together I love you I bless you please share this on your social media and uh and let me know what else you want to know about, and I will see you next time on the Victorious Life TV broadcast. God bless you, and good night. Good night.